0: One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Welcome to a slob comes clean, the podcast. I am Dana K. White. I share my personal deslobification process as I figure out ways to keep my own home under control. I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people, people who don't love cleaning and organizing. And sometimes, clearly, I try to say that whole entire first thing in one breath, and it doesn't always work. Anyway, thanks for joining me today. This is podcast number 362, and I think I'm going to call it the container concept versus the clutter threshold. I don't know. Sometimes I all the time. I feel like I've said these things before and I'm like, did I do a podcast on this before? I went and I looked at the titles and I don't think I did exactly. And I definitely have some new things to say, even if I did. um, But along with last week's episode about hoarding creativity, which I've gotten a lot of feedback on. I mean, I get feedback pretty regularly, but that one hit some nerves for people. By the way, it's not called hoarding creativity. I actually had it named that at first. And then I went, wait a minute, that sounds like being creative in how you're hoarding things that maybe that's not what it is about. Anyway, that one was about holding on holding back on creativity uh, with this idea that I'm going to run out. And then in reality, that stifles the creativity. Anyway, y'all go listen to that one. But it made me think about this as I was like, Oh, I want to talk about this. And then I thought, have I talked about this? Wait, have I said all this before? Yes, probably in some way. But y'all, my podcast is the example of don't hoard your creativity. Don't hold back on your creativity. Because if you would have told me almost 10 years ago now, August of 2013 is when I started this podcast, if you would have told me that I would still be talking about this same stuff 362 episodes later. I don't know what I would have said. I have no idea, but y'all, I wouldn't be doing any of it if I hadn't done episode number one. So, okay. That was last week's podcast. And here I am just going, I'm just saying like, it keeps on coming. The ideas keep on coming. So this idea came to me as I was working in my garden. We're not technically back in gardening season yet. I don't think, I don't actually know because I'm not a real uh, gardener, but, um, I, was working in my garden cause it was a pretty day. It's like 80 degrees in January as I'm recording this, but anyway, it was a pretty day yesterday. And so I went out there and I was like, I still don't know what I'm doing, but I'm going to try to just do some haying. Like the, the grass that grew up really tall as I finally gave up on my garden. Um, I'm going to get all that and throw it over the fence so the cows can eat it. And anyway, but it, It's a lot of work and it's very overwhelming. And as I was in there, I started thinking about some of the things that I've thought I'm going to do differently for this gardening season. And part of that is not use every bit of garden that I have. Y'all, I have a garden that was created by somebody who knew what they were doing and had experience at it, and had lived in this house since 1977. I don't know when they made the garden, but I'm just saying it wasn't me. Okay. And so I came into a house that has a very large garden. I mean, we're talking like big. I don't know actually how big it is, but it's really big. Actually, I have a video. You probably kind of see it, but I have a house with a very big garden and it literally never occurred to me to not use all of the garden, right? Like I was just like, I've got a big garden. This is going to be great. And that's the container concept, right? Like the size of the garden was the size of the garden. And I was like, well, why not plant all of this stuff? Why not plant so many of this, that, and the other, because I've got the space, right? And then I learned pretty quickly that... I have a garden threshold. Okay. So what are we talking about today? We're talking about the container concept versus the clutter threshold, because a lot of times people will say, but I have the space for something. So technically, if I'm just going by the container concept, I could keep it. And yet I'm still overwhelmed. I'm like, well, that's where the clutter threshold comes in. Okay. So we're going to talk about the container concept, the clutter threshold, how to implement those things, how they work together and kind of the order to go in. So it's similar to my garden. I have the space to have a humongous garden. Like I have no idea how many people I could technically feed if I did it right, because I didn't do it right. And a lot of stuff died and it wasn't great. Okay other than the asparagus, which was planted by the guy before me and just comes back on its own, which is lovely. Right. And I did have cucumbers, but that's about it. Right. Like that's, and some okra, but not a ton. So, you know, one of the things that I thought of pretty much, you know, last summer as I was getting to where, oh, the weeds are overtaking. And yet I planted the okra way over on the other side of the garden. And now I have to go through the weeds, which then made me less likely to actually go harvest the okra because I didn't want to walk through the grasshoppery weeds and blah, blah, blah. And so, Anyway, so I'm like, okay, this time I'm putting the okra, my favorite thing, closest to the garden gate so that when it comes up, I will be able, because the okra, I'm happy to keep super maintained, right? Like that was very weedless, and yet it got to where even as there was still okra growing, I didn't want to wade through the weeds in the other part of the garden. Anyway, this isn't a gardening podcast, but I'm just saying, as I was thinking about, I'm going to move the okra to a different spot, I'm going to, only plant, you know, maybe, I don't know, four or five cucumber plants instead of 15 or 16 cucumber plants when we really don't adore cucumbers. We like them, but we don't adore them. So we don't need that many, you know, it's like, so it, all of these things that I learned from the last time about how, even though I have the space, I personally at the stage that I'm in I need to go on what I can handle as opposed to how much space I could possibly, you know, use if I was a different person basically. Right. And I knew what I was doing better than what I actually do anyway. So that's the container concept versus clutter threshold. So just to be clear, the container concept in a nutshell, even though I can talk on and on about it, and I always have many times that you've probably heard me, the container concept is just the reality that space is finite. Every space in your home that has stuff in it is a container, whether that's a shelf, a drawer, a room, anything, okay, or actual containers. The purpose of the container is to serve as a limit. It is not something to put things in, okay? Containers feel like they are something to put things in. That's not their purpose. Their purpose is to serve as a limit. You let the container make the decision by putting your favorite things in first. And then when that container is full, then you step away and you go, okay, well, it's not that I don't like this stuff. It's that the container is full. So the container is decided, and I'm going to have to let this stuff go. If you try to keep more stuff than will fit in your spaces, there is no hope of your house staying under control. Okay. So that's the container concept. The clutter threshold is you have a clutter threshold. It is unique to you. It is different for all different kinds of people. Okay. Uh, I have a different clutter threshold than my mom. Everybody has a different one, right? Your clutter threshold is the point at which you personally can keep. Wait, what did I just say? It is the, (laughs) it's gonna be a good one. The, your clutter threshold is the amount of stuff that you personally can easily keep under control. Okay. Your clutter threshold is the point at which you only have in your home what you personally can easily keep under control. So like my mom has a high clutter threshold. She can have a lot of stuff and keep it under control. I have a low clutter threshold. I can't have a lot of stuff. If I have a lot of stuff, it ends up in piles and on the floor and falling out of cabinets every time you open them and blah, 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 and yada, yada, yada. Okay. So that Is my clutter threshold okay? Everybody has one, everybody's is different. The only way to find it is by decluttering. Getting the most out of your grocery dollar can be challenging these days, to say the least. Having a focused plan for meals is the very best way that I have found to stay on budget, and that is why I love Prep Dish. Every week, I receive an email from Prep Dish with a meal plan and grocery list already made for me, and step by step instructions for the one hour prep session that sets me up for mealtime success all week long. And yes, I said one Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. This is a no-brainer. My new digital picture frame from Aura is honestly my new favorite thing. It is a beautiful frame that displays a new photo every 10 minutes. Y'all, I'm delighted every time I walk by my beautiful Aura frame. One frame, lots and lots of photos that I can enjoy. That is a great solution for what can be a clutter problem, right? So how does one frame show so many photos? Well, I preload photos onto the frame using a super simple app that Aura has. I have also shared the app with my kids so they can add photos to my frame anytime from wherever they are. Now that my kids are all traveling and moving to different cities, this is like a mama dream come true. So we are also loading up a frame with pictures for my mom for Mother's Day. It only took me two minutes to get started using my Aura app. You can upload an unlimited number of photos, invite others to share photos directly to your frame with no fees or memberships. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A frames.com. Use code CLEAN at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Projects. So many projects. Taking care of all the things gets overwhelming. So when I get that feeling of overwhelm, I know I need to take steps to make my mental well-being a priority you prefer to meet via phone call, video, or live chat, and you can plan your sessions at your convenience to suit your schedule. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com/slash clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash clean. So we're talking about the container concept versus the clutter threshold. All right. Here's the thing: if as you start In your home or in any space within your home that you are working on, first focus on the container concept. Now, I say first, even though it's the fifth step of my decluttering process, okay? But we're talking about like that's the thing to understand, that's the thing to have in mind as you go into a space that is overwhelming to you and you are going to get rid of stuff. Okay. Yes. In the process, you get rid of trash and easy stuff and uh, donations. And then you make decisions about everything according to where you would look for it first, blah, 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 whatever. But you are going into a space that is overwhelming to you. That's out of control. And you're saying, I'm going to embrace the reality of this space. All right. The container concept is where you start on that. As you go into a space, I'm going to embrace the reality of the space because it's tangible. It's visible. It's physical. Okay. And it's inarguable. Okay. It is, it is very clear and obvious, and you're not making that decision. You're not, there's nothing to realize. There is just something to accept. Does that make sense? So you go into this space, let's say you're at a bookshelf and there are lots and lots and lots of books piled up in this area of the home. Cause it's like, well, that's where the bookshelf is, but they don't all fit. Okay. We are going to put our favorite ones on there first. And then we're going to let go of the ones that don't fit onto that bookshelf. All right. And that gives me a finite, definite way that is outside of me. Okay. But after you have done that, if you get to the point where you're like, okay, I now technically, only have what will fit on this shelf, but I am still overwhelmed. And this shelf consistently, even though technically when everything is put up on the shelf, it looks fine and it all fits. Every time I turn around, the stuff that's on that shelf is falling off or on the floor or getting moved all over. And it's just constantly turning back into a disaster. Then we bring in the clutter threshold, Okay. So your clutter threshold with the definition of clutter being anything that consistently gets out of control in your home. Okay. Your clutter threshold is the amount of stuff that you personally can easily keep under control. So if this bookshelf is constantly getting back out of control and you're like, but technically when I put it all up, it does all fit. Well, now it's time for you to say, okay, even though it all fits, It is over my clutter threshold because it is consistently getting out of control. And so the only way to find my clutter threshold is to declutter. I need to have less stuff on there. So you get rid of some stuff and you make some hard decisions and you're like, well, technically it would fit, but I've got to get rid of some stuff because this is constantly getting out of control. And so I get rid of some things and then maybe it goes a little bit longer, but then you're like, oh, it's still getting out of control. Okay. Then get rid of some more. Then get rid of some more because it's the amount of stuff that you can handle. All right but we do container concept first because as you're getting started it gives you something definite to focus on something it's it's it, i don't want to say it's a formula because it's not like you're adding and subtracting what well, you are subtracting but you're fitting it into these parameters and as i say the word parameters then i go is that what parameters means but whatever you know what i mean right like you're you're going you're you're putting it into this puzzle right? Like things have to fit in a certain way. It's definite. It's outside of you. It's tangible. Clutter threshold is more ambiguous, right? It's something inside of you. It's a self-acceptance, but it's so much easier to accept the realities of the space. And this is how big the space is. So we start there. And then as you do that, you're going to experience your house being better, right? Like if, if there was more than could possibly fit in the actual shelf, then getting it decluttered to the point where what you have now fits on that shelf, your house is better, right? That experience of it being better is going to show you the power of decluttering. It's gonna make you feel competent at decluttering. It's going to inspire you to keep decluttering, okay? So you've done that first, you've experienced some success, and then as you keep going, that's when you're like, okay, I still need to go. I need to declutter more. I need to go for my clutter threshold and your clutter threshold. You cannot predict. All right. You, you can't take a quiz and say, this is what I have to do to reach my clutter threshold. Instead you just declutter. Oh, you're not there. Okay. Declutter some more. still not there. Declutter some more right? So that's what you're doing with the clutter threshold, but that one is less, you know, definite and tangible. So we don't start with that. We start with this thing because it's like your clutter threshold, you're eager to get toward it as you start to realize, well, it's easier now. So I'm going to keep going. So it'll keep on getting easier and easier and easier until it's finally just flat out easy, but you don't know how much easier it is until you've decluttered. So embrace the reality of the space with the container concept. Okay. So I I quoted something a couple of podcasts ago and then found out that the quote wasn't exactly right. And then I should have gone back and I should have listened to what it was that was exactly right. But basically it's still, it still counts. Okay. And it is defining somebody, somebody defined, ugh, I see. I know I should have gone back and looked. It was from Annie Downs. That sounds fun podcast. Okay. I'll try to put it in the show notes, but she, uh, the, the guest on there, her, uh, mental health professional therapist has defined mental health as the relentless pursuit of reality or something like that. Okay. But I love it. And so we're just going to go with it being the relentless pursuit of reality. Decluttering is pursuing the acceptance of the reality of your home. Okay. So you are accepting. The first step is to accept the physical boundaries of your home, having more stuff than could possibly fit within the physical boundaries of your home. The physical boundaries being a shelf, the home itself, a closet, whatever. If I try to put more in my house than can fit I'm not living in reality. My reality is that my home cannot be under control. So getting rid of stuff, pursuing the re- the physical reality of your home is embracing the container concept and say, I'm getting rid of anything that does not have a real actual space. And that doesn't just mean books go on the bookshelf. And so I put them in that general direction because I can't actually get to the bookshelf. No, it means like actual books on the actual bookshelf and then limiting the books to what will fit on the bookshelf. Okay. So it's pursuing the reality of that. You're pursuing the reality of your space. Clutter threshold is pursuing the reality of your personality, your brain, your situation, your stage of life, your current limitations, Okay. You're pursuing the reality of that. You're saying, this is what it's going to take for my house to be under control is for me to declutter it, pursuing my actual reality. Am I someone, you know, I, I call it slob vision. One of the things that I've realized about myself, I don't see incremental mess. I see perfectly clean and I go, Oh, that looks great. And I see overwhelmingly, hugely messy. And I go, Oh my word, (laughs) what am I supposed to do now? But the in between, I don't even see it. Right? So accepting that about myself has been huge, right? Because it means that I have to put things in place like the five minute pickup, because I'm not going to notice otherwise, I'm not going to see it. So but I don't want my house to be out of control. So what do I do? I do a five minute pickup. It's accepting the reality of my space. There are some people, who have the ability to sort huge amounts of Lego stuff every single night quickly, and they're gonna actually do it and they're gonna remember to do it, and that's great. That's their clutter threshold. My clutter threshold is not that. What is better for me to not have it, okay, or to reduce it down to the point where we can actually do this as we actually are, how we function, whatever in the 5 minutes, okay, that I'm going to actually devote to this. Um the reality of your situation. This one's hard because a lot of times, I mean, I do this, I think, well, but what if my situation changes? What if things get better? What if I get better at this? What if this phase of life um you know, that's that's hard right now. What if someday I do become the person who has formal dinner parties on a regular basis? aren't I going to want to have all this formal China? You know, which I keep my formal formal China. So this is not me saying get rid of your formal China. I'm just saying, like, I have a place for it. Great. But if I had a place for it, and that consistently was getting out of control and constantly a huge headache, well, then I would have to get rid of it, right? But I have a place for it. And it works in with our stage of life, I don't have other stuff that needs to go in that spot. And so but if I had, I don't want to talk about formal China because you know obviously I've had it all this time but but like let's say we're talking about you know something else like okay well let's just say formal China let's say I have a formal china and I'm like no i've I've got to have this because someday I'm gonna be the person that uses this and yet let's say I had babies and the size of my house meant that literally the only place for my kid's crib was in the place where I currently have my China cabinet for my formal China. Accepting my situation is accepting that my kid needs a place to sleep, right? And so as much as I would like to keep that China, my situation is that I can't. Okay. Now, maybe you can pack it up, maybe you can store it, blah, 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 whatever. If you have the space, that's fine. And that's where the container getting the most out of your grocery dollar can be challenging these days, to say the least. Having a focused plan for meals is the very best way that I have found to stay on budget. And that is why I love Prep Dish. Every week, I receive an email from Prep Dish with a meal plan and grocery list already made for me and step-by-step instructions for the one-hour prep session that sets me up for mealtime success all week long. And yes, I said one Again, that's prepdish.com slash a slob comes clean for your first two weeks free. This is a no brainer. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a MoonPig card. Get 50% off your first card at MoonPig.com. MoonPig.com. Concept comes in, right? Like you don't have to make those hard decisions starting out because you're just going with the space. Okay, this is the space that I have, all right? So you pack that stuff up and you put it in the attic because you're like, there's space in the attic. I can keep it up there. Okay. You've got space. You can keep it. That's container concept. And then several years go by and you find yourself looking at formal China until your sister-in-law says, "Uh, didn't you put that in the attic? And you realize, Oh, my personality is that I put things in the attic and then don't remember they're there. And just end up buying more. And so actually I need to not have that. You know what I'm saying? Like you're going with, this is my situation. I'm accepting the reality of this. I'm accept, accepting my stage of life. Maybe that I don't have the space to also, and I don't have the bandwidth to be able to find a way to store these things for a future stage of life. Or you know what? My stage of life now is one where I don't need this stuff anymore. Like I've just realized that I have passed that stage of life and it's going to go whatever. Okay. But, but you use the container concept first. And then if it's consistently staying out of control, that's when you go with your clutter threshold. Okay. So basically I'm saying, start with the container concept. It's definite. It's there in your face. There's nothing to argue with. There's nothing to figure out. Trust the container concept. Okay. Here's, here's one of the main things that I always like to remind people of when they say, but what about this? But what about this? I'm like, have you done the first thing first? Okay. H- have you done the first thing first? Because so many times people like me who struggle with clutter, we think ahead to what the problems are going to be. We look at our house and we say, okay, I have a, and I'm pulling a number out of the air here. Okay. This is not, I'm not saying a definite. I'm just saying like, let's say because I get emails a lot. I have a 3000 square foot house. Okay. If I have a 3000 square foot house, I am so overwhelmed. And I know for a fact that even though I could fit a lot of stuff in here, I am never able to handle all that. So what do I do? Well, there are some people who would send me that email when they had already decluttered. And they had literally embraced the container concept on every single space in their home. And they really do need to be told, okay, now keep going for your clutter threshold. But there's also a lot of people, and I'm going to say maybe more people who would send me that email when the 3000 square foot house is bursting at the seams and they have way more stuff than could possibly fit in a 3000 square foot house. And they haven't even started, but they know that even once they get it down to fitting within the limitations of that space, it's still going to be too much. And so they want to know ahead of time, but what am I going to do? Okay. Start with the container concept. Go ahead and declutter. Start with the trash, right? Like before you even have to decide anything about you know, putting my favorites in first, before you ever get to that point, you've got trash to remove. Then you've gotten the easy stuff out of there. You've, you've removed things that have an established home and you've taken those things to that established home. Go ahead and pull out duh donations, things that just need to be donated. We're not going to worry about why they're still here when, Oh my word, it's so obvious they shouldn't be here. We're not worrying about that. Instead, we are just going through the process to get stuff out so that so that there's less to fit in the container to even start with so that you're not trying to fit things into the container that never needed to be fit into the container, right? Like if you have a huge pile that has books in it, that's in front of the bookshelf, the first thing you do is not start putting books on the bookshelf. The first thing you do is start removing trash because if there's a big pile of books, there's a really good chance that there's some trash in there. I'm sorry. I know it's surely not there is. Okay. Okay. And then you say, "Okay, what has ended up in this pile? That's easy. That actually belongs someone else. I'm somewhere else. I'm going to take it there now." Okay, what in this pile is an obvious duh donation? Maybe it's some books. Maybe it's some other things. Maybe it's a bunch of bookmarks. Maybe it's blah blah blah. And you start pulling those things out. We remove those things before we ever get to the implementing the container concept, we get out the things that have no business being in the space in the first place so that we get down to only what's supposed to be in the space. And then we embrace the realities of the space after all that excess has been removed. Okay. So don't predict your problems. Trust the process. Okay. And the process is the decluttering process, the five-step decluttering process. And you can get a copy of that at aslobchemsclean.com slash five, F-I-V-E. Embrace the reality of the container concept. The container concept is always something good to understand from any point in the process because it helps you know things are going to have to leave. It's not possible. There is not a system that will allow me to keep all my stuff. Space is finite. If I try to keep more than will fit, there is no way it could possibly ever, my house could ever possibly be under control. Okay. And so I'm going to have to get rid of stuff. So understanding that from the beginning is helpful, but you're implementing the container concept. You're do go ahead and do that. Don't predict that I'm still going to have too much. Go ahead and do the container concept. And if you still don't feel like your house is easy to keep under control, but everything has truly been decluttered, all the other stuff has been has left the house. And I am down to only what fits in the spaces so that if everything was put away, the house would look perfectly fine and be completely functional. And yet things are constantly still getting out of control. Then I start saying, well, then I got to declutter more because I got to hit my clutter threshold. I got to get to the point where this is easy. Okay. First it's obvious, then it's realistic. So I'm saying like the it's all a pursuit of reality. Okay. And the container concept is, is just obvious. All right. The clutter threshold is where you're going to have to push a little bit harder to say, okay, the reason I'm going to push harder, the reason I'm going to get rid of even more is that it's still hard to keep under control. Okay. Okay. Um, Don't forget too, that within the container concept, we are never talking about shoving in as much as you can possibly shove in. That is not the container concept. Okay. The container concept, when we purge down to the realities of this space, the reality of the space is that it has to be usable. Right. And so yes, we're doing the container concept. We're sticking with that first. We're, we're going with that. But remember, I have to pull out Enough so that I can see, access, get to, put back easily what I need to see and get to and access and put back from this space. Okay. That usually means that there has to be empty space within the container, right? So the empty space within the container is the space for my hand to reach around and be able to get what I need without having to pull 15 things out. Okay. So I have that in mind. But the the clutter threshold comes in with the fact that I have it, you know, decluttered down. De- OK, I think this is get-toable. And then over time, I realize that might be get-toable for my mom, who would move five things, get what she needs, and put the five things back. It's not get-toable for me. So I need to have less stuff in here. I need to have more open space than not so that I can easily access, you know, where she could have 20 things on this shelf and it be get toable for her. I can only have four things on this shelf and it be get toable for me and my clutter threshold. See you know what I'm saying? But Sometimes that's that difference between that moment when you are focused in on working on this space and you're like, "Okay, yeah, oh yeah, this is get toable. This is get toable. Okay, And then you live with it for a while and you go, "Yeah, that wasn't get toable like I thought it was. Like in the moment it where all my focus on my energy is being, you know placed upon this space and making it you know what I want it to be, in that moment, sure. Yeah, of course. I can just move this and then pull this out and just put this back. Yeah, no big deal. But in reality, in real life, is that how it goes? Right. So, the best example that I have for this is y'all know what I'm going to say, right? Storing your food storage containers with their lids on, right? So, that is embracing this space. All right. I am embracing the reality of the space by only having what will actually fit in this space. A lot of people will say, oh, I can fit more in this space if I use a handy dandy lid organizer and I use nesting bowls and I use all this kind of stuff. And so they put that in there and yeah, and so that's true. Yes, it can fit in this space, but if it's not easily maintainable, then it doesn't work for me, right? And it is not easily maintainable for me to have a fancy schmancy lid storage System and nested bowls that I have to go through and find the right one, and then I have to match things up, and then it ends up being this huge, disastrous mess. For my clutter threshold, my super low clutter threshold, it is much better for me to be able to just reach in and grab an already put together bowl with a lid. That is my clutter threshold and how that works. And to be honest, it works better for everyone. Even my mom with a high clutter threshold now does it my way, which is quite hilarious, right? Anyway, but that's a great example of how you, you do it. You focus on accessibility, you focus on get to ability, and then you acknowledge that you may have to live with it for a while to really, truly understand how this is going to function in your home because function is the key, right? Finding what you need to find when you need to find it. That's the key being able to get to it when you need to get to it, being able to put it back easily in a way that you'll actually do, as opposed to that's easy. I don't know why I do it, but man, it's easy, but I never do it. Then it's not easy for you. All right. So you need to have less stuff so that it is easy for you. Maybe it's one item on a shelf because that's just how your personality and your relentless pursuit of your own reality of how you actually function. That's what you end up finding out. Okay. Okay. Um, okay. I think that's going to be it for today. I do want to remind you that I have decluttering coaches now. I'm so excited. Y'all I have thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed. I'm well, I'm still enjoying getting to know them, getting to hear their reports of working with clients. We're all still learning. Uh, some of them already did this as their business. Some of them are uh, building a business based on this, but you can go and find a decluttering coach we're getting more and more all the time. So maybe there's one in your area. Go to declutteringcoaches.com. That's my website. Sometimes people are like, so does that just have all kinds of decluttering coaches? And which, how do we know which ones are yours? No, that's my website. I own it. Okay. It's me. Um, declutteringcoaches.com is um, where you can go. There's a super cool map feature. Just click on find a coach and find people there. And most of them also do online coaching. So obviously, that's not someone there to physically help you lift things. And yet, we accept our reality, right? If your reality is that there is not yet a coach in your area, then your reality is that, you know, online coaching might be for you. And some people really prefer the online coaching anyway. So just go, uh, to check that out. If you would like to have someone helping you and, um, If you want to be a coach, we'd love to have you join us. You can uh, go through the training course. And then after you do that, decide if you would like to pursue certification. And you can find out all about that also at declutteringcoaches.com. All right. I will talk to y'all later.